What's up, guys? Welcome back to a brand new and the final episode of Season 5 of The Best You Nation, right here with your boy Finn and your boy Adler. Hey, 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 guys. What's up? We're doing this live, face-to-face. Um, this is very few and far between. Usually we got to do uh, Zoom and we got to deal with the internet connections and <laughs> all the issues that come with that. But it's actually refreshing to actually physically be here in front of you and getting to see your lovely amazing face absolutely buddy and i'm glad that we get to do this i feel like this is when we have the most where our energy is the highest at its highest and i'm super excited about today you know as we're kind of wrapping things up here in the season we've been talking about interpersonal relationships these last 13 weeks (laughs) and you know this past week was easter so we took a break just so we get to spend some time with our families and give everybody a chance to you know obviously spend time with their fam but um how was your easter out there um, I used to work very well. Um, I got a chance to go to church with uh, uh, the family. Um, and then my mother, um, she made her world famous, it's world famous, um, lasagna. Ooh. And um, she knows it's like my favorite meal of, of all time. So she made me like this huge thing of lasagna. And so like half the pan was for me and then the rest was everybody else. There you go. And yeah, I, I should be like following my keto diet, but you know. Definitely falling off the bandwagon for mom's lasagna. It's okay. I feel like that. That's made with love. But you could bounce back. Yeah, of course you can. Bouncing bounce back, back is the opportunity there, man. You, know, you still follow. You still you follow the path, and then you, you kind of you know you, you correct yourself over time. For <laughs> sure, man. For sure. How about you? How was yours? Uh, I got to spend work. with my work family. Yeah. yeah, I got to spend my time with my work fam, and yeah. that was you know it was busy. Um, you know we saw a lot of people, and mm-hmm. you know. Hospitals don't close just because it's Easter or Christmas or well. If you, and you th- if you think about it, like what better way to spend your Easter than to serve the people, the community of a pop? Of course, because you know Easter is about like community. It's about you know um, you know Christ died for our sins and you know he he died in service to us. And it's more of like okay, hey, even though I would prefer to enjoy it with my family, but you're out there, you're making a difference, and you're creating an impact and. The people that you uh, interact with on a day-to-day basis. Absolutely. And that's really just what it was all about, man. I mean, yes, sometimes, you know, we get bunched up with work and it gets really hectic. But at the end of the day, like you said, it is really just about giving back to the people. They, If we weren't open, people who came in that day would have not had us. Um, so, so anyways, but, you know, we've been... It, it it is a it has been a season, man. And I look back on it, and I think uh, for me personally, it's been one that kind of took me home, just because I've struggled with relationships, I've struggled with friendships, I've struggled with uh, dating, I've I've struggled with so many of these different things that we've talked about this season. And you want no secret? What's that? You're not the only person to struggle with all those things. A lot of people struggle with those things, and that's kind of like why we we chose the topic of interpersonal relationships. You know, it sounds like a huge word and it seems almost kind of daunting, mm-hmm. but it's it's not that complicated. It just basically talks about the people that you interact with on a day-to-day basis and, you know, what role do they play in your life, you know? Yeah. And and it's important, man. Um, you know, for me personally, and I want to ask you this, but I want to touch on this real quick. Yeah. When, you know, when we first launched this episode or started this season, we were kind of at a border, at a fork road, sorry, I should say. Okay. I'm kind of figuring out where we were going to go with this season. And I'm and I'm very glad that we went down this path. Uh, it actually gave me perspective. It actually has given me the opportunity to be a better friend, be a better brother, be a better 
um, just overall better healthcare worker, even just being able to connect with people on, on a level that requires you to be more, being more impactful, being more involved with people. So, um, you know, taking it away from this last episode, we're kind of wrapping things up this season and giving people the opportunity to hear it from us, from you and I, what it means for us to have the interpersonal relationship. So I want to start by asking you, Adler, just because I'm curious to know, like, you know, in your journey as an individual, somebody who has lived life so far, and even just from this season here, because this is just like probably just a small scale of all the things we've ever experienced as people. This mm-hmm. is a small scale putting into a 13-week season. How have how has interpersonal how has interpersonal relationships been more? Um, I'm trying to find the best way of asking this. How have they been more? Have they increased? Have they been better? Have has it been more abundant for you? Has it given you more perspective? That's kind of what I want to know. Has this season for yourself personally? Um, has it given you a better insight of how interpersonal relationships have been in your journey up to this point? So, um, I guess <clears throat> when I think of interpersonal relationships, I think of um, the people you surround yourself with, the people that you um, you choose to allow in your life and to allow to be in your inner circle. And they help form and shape who you are as a person, ultimately. Mm. So, you know, if you hang out with a, a crowd that's not so good or not so beneficial for you, then you're going to be doing a lot of not so beneficial things in your life. And um, I think that, you know, I, I think for me, the one thing that I've been learned from this this season in interpersonal relationships is time and energy is a form of currency. Mm. And I, I feel like I harp on that and I say it a lot. But it just really just hit me this season that time and energy is a form of currency. And if you spend time and energy on or with somebody, then you got to make sure that it's worth it. Because once you spend that, you cannot get that back. So that means that you can't just allow anybody into your circle. You have to be very selective on who you allow into your circle. And that's not being mean. I think that, you know, you by you doing that, you get to focus and fine tune your energy Um, and your relationships towards other people, you find that you'll have a more meaningful connection with the people that you choose to versus trying to have a meaningful connection with, you know, a thousand people. You can get your your top 10, your top 15 and really fine tune and focus on them. And um, for me, I I think my favorite two episodes was the more that the more, you know, Um, just being able to ask questions and, you know, hear like your perspective on a lot of different things that, you know, I, I thought that I I thought that I knew you. And then when I, you know, hear your answer, I'm like, oh, okay, well, he thinks like that. And I, you know, it's, you know, realizing that even when you think that you know somebody, there's still more to that person. And you just have to be willing to to know and to ask more questions. You know, I think they say that um, every five to seven years, a person changes like their overall personality. And, you know, you can know somebody for 20 years and still find out you know, new um, facts and new thing, new interests and new things that they're about um, that, you know, as long as you're asking and willing to, you know, learn and grow more, then, you know, you're going to learn those things and you guys are going to grow a stronger bond. So to me, that's what um, interpersonal relationships uh, mean to me. And that's kind of like my outtake on the whole entire season as a whole. For sure, man. How about you? Um, You know, 
looking back on the whole season, I think one of the my favorite one, and I, and I personally say this one because I did a little bit of homework prior to it, and that's why I suggested when we were talking and kind of figure out what we're going to do throughout the middle of the season. We talked about the three C's and. Uh, the three C's part one was probably my is my favorite one just because of the fact that we talked about something that was the really, confidant. The confidant, yes. Yeah, that was the main one on that one. Um, I really think that highlighting the fact that there are a lot of people out there who listen to us, of people that probably know us, and I know a lot of people, and I, and I and I had to sit down and think about this for a little bit because I come across a lot of people, and I and I used to think oh, I'm not really the most talkative person, and but I really invest myself into a lot of people like whether it be at work or they're just just people in general like when i come across my friends and stuff and the reason why that stuck out so much to me is there's people in my life that are confidants they're people that push me to be the best that i possibly can be and you know that's at the most lowest of my time or even at the highest of my time whether it's like hey you reached a milestone continue on or you're at your most bottom it's like okay get out of your rut yeah. And so people like that in my life are super important. And that was something that I struggled with as a person in my younger years where I really didn't have that confidence, so to speak, as an individual. I always try to seek friends because I needed people. And I say this because I'm a people person. At the end of the day, I really don't need anybody but myself and ultimately God. But God places people in your life that he ultimately utilizes as resources, as as people who are going to be account- keep you accountable and so that whole episode really was focused on the confidant, the person, the individuals or the individual that will be in your life when you're in your lowest and your most high. Mm-hmm. And so taking away from interpersonal relationships, interpersonal to me, when I hear the word interpersonal, let's just break that whole thing down. Inter means in, personal, people close to you. Personal meaning it's something like it's a little, it's a step below just like uh, you're like, uh, like an acquaintance. When you have some, when you when you know me personally, like if I said I know Coach Rick, Mark Rick personally, it's because I have that relationship with him. I know him. I know that he, you know, not just that he was a coach or just somebody I see on TV. It's somebody that I could text or somebody that I can reach out to if I wanted to. And you know, he has a book coming out uh, this fall that he's that he's working on right now. So for anybody out there who you know listened to us throughout this. Uh, Couple seasons ago, Mark Richt, he has a book coming out. Shout out, Coach. Coach Richt, he's got a book coming out on Amazon. So make sure to pre uh, to pre order that. But it's like I reach out to you, you know, on a personal level. Yeah. It's not just like some hey, are we meeting up for coffee to study? Because you have your study buddies, but then you have your guys or your gals that you could say hey, like I need to talk, and oh, it's yeah. more personal. So inter meaning in your inner circle, your in- inter like inside. Those people that are in your circle, right, personal and relationships, people that you can relate to people, relate to with, sorry. And one of the things that my dad used to break down the word relationship for me, he said, think about you being on a ship of people. At the end of the day, when you're like on a cruise ship, you're stuck with those people for a week. So you got to figure out how you're going to get along with these people. You got to figure out how you're going to, you know, correspond with these people. And if you don't, then you don't. If you do, you do. But at the end of the day, when I hear interpersonal relationships, I think of people that like you said, the top 10, the people that you have in your circle, that currency that you talk about. And it's really important because it's a similar concept, but that I utilize a lot when I speak to the young adults is it's that, why do you care so when I ask them this, why do you care so much about how many Facebook friends you have or how many Instagram followers you have? Why do you care so much? Why does it matter? Now I'm a hypocrite for saying that because I do like knowing that I have people follow me because it's important to, you want to reach people, but you got to yeah. understand what your vision is. Yeah. But at the same time, 
those 1,000 friends, those 10,000 friends, 10,000 friends that you follow or have on Facebook, how deep are you in the relationship with these people? How far, how much yeah. do you know them? Yeah, Just a few right. inches, couple inches versus it being five friends and being 10,000 miles deep because that's really where the depth is. Roots don't – see, trees that have roots that surface and just grow surfacely are not going to have a strong foundation. But roots that dig deep in the ground over deep, time yeah. and deep, a hurricane can come through and those trees aren't going to fall over because it's they're structured. They're a strong foundation. Yes. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, like um, I, 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 liked, I like the fact that you, you, you kind of mentioned that. Like um, – <laughs> Why do you care about how many followers you have? And you know, next time you do, you know, interact with those kids again, I would almost challenge you to like ask them the follow question: Is out of all those people on your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter, and all those things, if you said, "Hey, bro, I need you to help me out with a move, or I'm moving, or I'm stuck on the side of the road," how many of those friends, followers, people that you know associate themselves with you, would actually leave what they're doing? and prioritize you and come to your rescue. And that's something that I, I would challenge you to ask, you know, when the next time you're at camp, because Finn does camp with a, um, a lot of kids. Like, you just came from one last week, I know. Yeah, I had I mean, one, well, two weeks ago I went to camp. Yeah. We work with adopted children. Yeah, you do it, like, you know, um, twice a year. quarterly? You know, twice a year. So we do a spring camp. Yeah. There is a summer one, and the summer one's actually in Colorado this year. Uh, but spring and usually fall. Okay. Here in Florida. Yeah, and so and Finn Finn um you know gets to speak with the younger generation like the middle schoolers, the high schoolers, and um, gets to just interact and make personal connections with um, those kids. So that would be my challenge, and like I would be interested to just hear like how many of them actually have a, a true answer. Um, I think that the moment for me like <laughs> twenty four hours in a day, twenty four hours in a day. I remember I started that, um and. When I started it, like I had, you know, really close friends, even close friends of mine, who were just like, you know, what are you doing? Like, like what you what you're doing, it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, you're wasting your time. You're doing this, and you know, I respect their opinion, mm -hmm. but I also reserve the right to respectfully disagree. I I don't necessarily chase after followers or chase after, um, you know, you know, follower interaction. I more so chase after impact. And if there's somebody that's following me and they don't interact with any post, they don't like anything, they don't comment, they don't see any story or they see the story, but they never mention anything. And then when I see them face to face or I you know, come in passing and then they're like, hey, bro, I saw what you did. You're doing excellent work. Keep it up, man. I'm, I'm so like. I'm so happy. I'm so proud of you. And I'm just like, dude, you never say anything. <laughs> you never say anything. You never interact. But you see that you're still impacting people, whether or not they choose to respond. And as long as you're doing it from a place of like, you're not doing it for the fan interaction, you're doing it more so for the impact. You know, I think that as long as you have your head in the right spot and your heart in the right place, you can make an impact, even if it's on a small scale. No, and sure. the crazy thing is, like, I had um, a, a colleague that I used to work with. I would have never imagined a, a day in my life that he would ever, um, you know, listen or pay attention to anything that I did. You know, because I, I post stuff consistently. Like, you know, Monday through Fridays, I post things um, on my, my page. And, you know, I, I reached out to him because I was in town, you know, saying hi or whatever. And he said, hey, you know, I, I've noticed the work that you've been doing. You've been doing sensational work excellent job man keep up the good work i'm like wow that's really nice i didn't expect that from you 
And I think that like um, the personal relationships that um, we form, whether whether or not like we're super duper close to that person or not, mm-hmm. like just having the uh, a way to touch and impact them without having to go out of your way and without having to chase or fish. I think that's more essential than anything. Uh, I, I feel like as long as you have a good reason for what you're doing, then um, you're, you're going to find, um, you're going to bear fruit. You're going to be able to bear fruit uh, ultimately when it comes down to it. And, you know, like I said, when I started 24 hours in a day, a lot of people, they laughed at me, they doubted me. And I even like, I, I have a really close friend of mine, a really, really close friend of mine. I told him, I was like, hey, you know, 2016, I said, I'm going to drop all this weight. I was sitting around like 218. I said, I'm going to drop all this weight. And I want to look like one of those guys in the magazine. And he's like, nah, bro, you'll never get there. And I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Why? And, you know, his his reality is, well, I've never seen you do it. So why? There's nothing that gives me. He was reason. about, he had the mentality of show me, not tell me. Yeah. Wow, but you were telling yourself and you said, okay, well, I'm going to show you because it's. And so, yeah, yes. So I was, uh, my idea was like, I'm going to show you. But like, it, it's, and this is the crazy thing. Even when you have people that are closest to you, they, sometimes the people that are closest to you set limits and goals on what you can and cannot accomplish. And you have the choice to either allow them to be right or to prove them wrong. And not to prove them wrong, like, ha, ah, take this, look at me. No, no, no. no, it's more like, all right, you believe one thing, but I know what I'm capable of. And you cannot tell me what I cannot, can, cannot do. And so, like, that's... I'm a prime example that I want to share. Because I have one that... Well, no, I'm going to let you finish. I, I, I have an experience. I've been going through this a little bit because yeah. a lot of people are aware that I have a book coming out. But, you know, one of the things for me personally is... And I get this ridicule all the time. And it's been more frequent because I've been talking about it more. People are more aware of it. And there's a balance. You know, there's got to be a balance. There's there's the, the naysayers and then there's these yaysayers. And the yaysayers are great. And I like the naysayers because the naysayers give me a reason to to keep pushing and keep powering through with my book. Um, for, a short se- for a short season, I didn't. But um, – I've been kind of struggling with this like more recently, not really in a terrible way, but it was like kind of like just people kind of give you that like, why are you writing a book? You know, why did you write a book? Why did you even, why, you're 23 years old. What do you even know about life? And I talk about this often on the podcast for many reasons because number one, I'm letting you guys know there's a book coming out and, you know, pre-order starts in the summer and that's really coming up really close. And then What's the name of the book? This is me, Beating the Odds. By who? Finn Foster. Oh, the Finn Foster. The Finn Foster. Right, pre-order. You know, um, hit hit up his DM if you get a chance to. He's Just at, follow me on Instagram. You guys at, want to keep up with that? The Finn Foster. It's the Finn Foster. The Finn yeah, Foster. Yeah, the Finn Foster. Yeah, Finn Foster. it doesn't matter. The the yeah, the. Yes, I just wanted to kind of mention so that <laughs> let the people know that there is a book coming out in the or the Finn Foster. It doesn't matter. It's the Either creator. One. He's a writer and he's the author. Continue on which, point. which actually, and, and I and I want to announce, and I don't like to do a lot of self promotion, but I'll do this real quick. There is a special event that's happening, and yes. I would love for you to be a part of it, Adler. Actually, it's going to be April 29th. It's a special day. Um, it's my dad's birthday. He'll turn 54, Ooh. but it's his 54th birthday. But I significantly chose that day. I believe it's a Thursday, 
And I want to go ahead and take the time and share another Instagram live. We had a really good turnout when I talked about my book the first time. Awesome. I was at camp and people tuned in. It was amazing. Even with the Wi-Fi being really crappy, we had over 15, I think we had about 25 people on there, to be honest with you. Okay. So it was really good. good. It was legit. Yeah. So I want to do another one for those who weren't able to tune into that. But that's uh, April 29th. There's two different times that I'll be doing it. Um, but just to kind of come back to and touch base on the book. So when I started writing this book, I kind of started just, I didn't really talk about it. I stayed focused on it by myself. And then I, of course I talked about it and people were just questioning me. And actually just recently somebody, and I'm not gonna mention names, but, um, recently had asked me like, you know, they're like in their forties and they're like, why are you writing a book? Like, what do you know? And I said, you know, I've heard you ask me that question a lot. My question for you is this. Now, I'm a challenging kind of person. I'm the type of person that's going to rebuttal it, and I'm going to give you a reason to think. My dad kind of corrected me the other day about it, and he said, instead of instead of shutting it down, why don't you try to invite them to think and have to use their brain to kind of go, oh, okay, well, this makes sense. Instead, I like to shut things down and kind of go, ha-ha, I just proved you wrong, which I got to work on, right? It's kind of hard. My dad says, build a bridge, and I don't like to build that bridge to make that connection sometimes because I do – I try to – Again, shut things down. But mm-hmm. it was for the right, in my mind, it was for the right reason because this person was asking me, like, hey, why are you writing a book? A couple months later, hey, why are you writing this book? Hey, like, you don't know anything. You're 23 years old. How can you say you've experienced life? And I say, well, you're 45 years old. Have you written a book? And he went silent. I said, that's the, re- that's the reason why you keep asking me if I've written a book, why you're writing a book. Until you write a book, don't ask me if I'm, why I'm writing a book. And I kind of shut it down. It was not like in a mean way, but it's just like, Age is not – if you're 45 years old and you keep telling me at 23 I have an experience and you say 45 is experience, you know, you have a wife and two kids, then at the end of the day, you can't come at me any kind of way because you're 45 years old. You have a wonderful job. You have a wonderful wife. You have two brilliant kids, but you really don't have anything to say if you don't have a book on a bookshelf. And I say that like that because if in my in the moment it made sense for me to say that because – you don't have to be 45. You don't have to be 75 on, or 90 in your deathbed. You could be 17 because I know a lot of young adults that have been through a lot of rough things. I personally haven't been through. I had an ex-girlfriend that went through something I personally can't relate to. Everyone's walk is different. Yeah. It goes back down to at the end of the day, we all have a different approach to a situation. And so bringing that forth, like I just feel like – even though that person wasn't too thrilled by the fact that I told him, like, you don't have a book, but I do. In the sense, though, I was explaining this, that you don't necessarily have to be in my corner. You don't have you don't have to be anywhere close to my corner or be in my circle. But just know that everybody has a purpose and a reason why they're here. And at 23 years old, I have a book coming out. And there's a reason why I'm writing it. And so that's kind of like why it's just like, I don't even, like, it just to me personally... I want people to know they can be themselves mm. and they're going to be people that are going to doubt you. There are people going to tell you that they, that you can't do it, that you're just like with your situation. Yeah. And that's just how it is. That's part of the, the journey. You're going to have people that are going to be like, yes, whilst others are going to go, no. And there's, so, all right, I'm, I'm pulling out my phone only because I want to just make sure I, I get the name right. But while Adler's doing that, seriously, this fall, the book will release globally across the whole world in every public store as far as bookstores are concerned barnes and noble um also amazon obviously you can pre-order there in the summertime but anywhere you can buy a book 
you have the opportunity to get that book. And the reason I want you guys to check it out is because there's a lot of insight and mm. share a lot of parts of my life that, you know, we talk about here on the podcast, but I, I write about. And I've been told I write better than I, than I speak. So we'll see. We'll see what you guys think. Well, and so and this is the way I look at it. Um, I feel like <laughs> the fact that whoever that was, you know, came out and said, hey, what do you know about life? You're only, you know, 20-something odd years old. Um, so what do you know? Um, I feel like that's, that's very ageist. Because that, that that's a new one. I've never heard that before. It's like it's ageism. Like it, it's basically saying that you have nothing of value to contribute to life because you're young. But I would almost beg to differ because, like, if anything, like you're a walking example of like overcoming adversity. You know, you you were a, a baby that got adopted and moved to America. Um, you you learned how to you know speak the English language and um, you know. You, you lived with, um, well, you had to learn how to love and love yourself all throughout that process and also learning how to love your parents. And you've gone through a lot of, you know, adversities that not many people can relate to. So while you may be young, but your experiences are different um, to the fact that like not other people, no other, no one can ever take away your truth. You've walked a mile in your, in those shoes and you know exactly what, where you come and what you've done in order to get to even this point. Yeah. And so whenever somebody tries to discount like your life experiences, you know, my advice to you is just, you know, maybe not necessarily turn the other cheek. That's fine. If you want to, you know, go quit pro quo, that's fine. You could do that. But it's more so just like to say, all right, hey, you know what? We can discuss this if you want to discuss. We could talk about my life experiences and the lack thereof. And we could talk about your experiences and you know, the, 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 the abundance of experience that you have. But the truth of the matter is the difference between you and myself is I took the time, the energy, and I wrote down all of my life experience. So while that may not be meant much to you, but that might be something that might be something that might impact somebody else. So the message that I'm, I'm, I'm writing it may not be for you, and that's fine. That's okay. You don't have to. Buy, you don't have to buy it. You don't have to read it. You don't even have to like it. At the end of the day, the message that I'm trying to put out, I'm trying to disseminate and put out into the public population, is for people who can grab something from it and apply it to their lives and overall become a better version of themselves. Because this is what we do here at the Best You Nation. We strive to be a better version of ourselves than what we were the yesterday, the day before that, and the day before that, and years before that. We try, we try our best to take little, small, incremental steps to be better. And your truth might be something that might a 13, 14-year-old kid might be reading that and say, hey, man, I was adopted too. I can relate to that. And so, it's not even about being adopted. It's just that the, I think the bottom line is, and that's why I was kind of like telling this gentleman, I was like, you'd realize it's not about just being adopted. It's not just about being neglected. It's not about being in an orphanage for nine months and having very little care. It's about understanding that who you are, you choose the people who are in your corner. My mom and dad were in my corner. People like you, people like Brianna, people like John. I talk about these people all the time. I got my buddy Tedder who lives in Georgia. You know, I just visited him a couple weeks ago. You know, it's... You have people, and I run into people all the time, 
And, you know, I got some wonderful friends that I used to hang out with that I just, I don't hang, I don't have in my inner circle because why? Because they're not wanting to meet me. We've talked about this also earlier in the season where sometimes letting go of people is okay. You have to make space. You have to make that room. But I think that's exactly what you're saying is what my dad was kind of putting into perspective. It's just a different way of explaining, but making that bridge. I was very quick to shut it down because, you know, in my sense, I'm thinking, well, if you don't like what I have, then there's no reason to talk about it because clearly it, it, it has no value to you. But very well knowing at the same time, I could have redirected it and said, well, like you said, let's talk about it. But then at the same time, like this, this individual just, I, I feel like he may read that book. And the only reason why is because he may not understand why he is where he is. And I know he has a lot of things going on too in his journey and may not have the strength or the the time or the energy to write down that book. And maybe may have felt a certain way because I was sharing that at 23 while he's 45. He's almost twice yeah. as old as I am. Well, he's twice as old as I am and may not have the time to do so. And of course, that that's just kind of comes with the development of a book. But, you know, tying this all back though, real quick, mm-hmm. tying it all back to the interpersonal relationships, you... And I, and I know I talk about Adler a lot on the show, but Adler, you are one of the people that reminded me when I was going through a season of kind of just like silence with my book to hop back on it, right? And so while people, you know, people know that you are like one of my best friends, like that's just bottom line, like that's a no brainer. You know, there's there's a person out there that I want to, I'm not going to mention, but they know who they are. And in the most recent time, like. You know, she was going through some things. I'm going through some things and we're just both talking back and forth. And we established a really, really strong friendship over these last few months. And, you know, she's phenomenal. She's really, really brilliant. She's a nurse. She's smart. She's intelligent. And what I like about her is that she's just very, very, very like raw and very genuine about conversation. And I haven't really run into a person that really talks on that level. Um, not, not, not to feel like I don't want to offend anybody, but at the same time, like someone that you can relate to, someone I can yeah. relate to and have and be an emotional man. Yeah. For all us, all y'all men out there, and this is a message for all my men out there. Don't ever be told that you can't be emotional. I think a lot of us get stuck in a box. You know, being emotional is a part of being human. It's not about being a man or a woman. It's about it's about being human. It's about being what God created you to be. Christ cried. And so, therefore, as a man, you're allowed to cry. You're allowed to have your days where you're not feeling right. You have your friends. You have your ladies that are going to be in your corner. And this individual I recently spoke to, we sat down. We had a really awesome conversation. We grabbed coffee, and it was really nice that we could sit down and break down and talk about raw things in life, the things we want to do, the things that you are jumping to go do. We even talked about, we talked about the craziest, like just as far as like, what do you want to do after you're a nurse? Like, what is it that you want to do there? And it's just like to have those kind of people in your life, especially in the day and age we're in now, everyone is just kind of like so concerned about how many followers or how many friends they have on social media. You really put those phones away and you think about who's in your corner. Like you said, I know when I was going through some struggling moments, Adler, again, you, even some, you know, some other friends like, you know, Brianna and John, I have had issues and I reached out to them and I talk to Brianna all the time. She's mm-hmm. one that I'm like, dude, I don't know if I can go talk to a therapist. You know, I don't want to go to a therapist. And she's like, well, you should probably go talk to one. And I'm, I'm publicly talking about it because we all have no. something going on mentally, something emotionally, spiritually. And that's why interpersonal relationships was such a hardcore conversation for me personally, because I came from a place where I was in very dark, isolated times 
where I was afraid of every single thing that ever could have happened. I couldn't trust that I would be in a friendship. I couldn't trust my parents. I couldn't trust the people that loved me because I felt like I was going to be hurt. I was going to be neglected again. I was going to be put in a place where I would not be able to be who I am that I that I am to be today. I know there's a lot of information. I know it's really raw, but yeah. it's the truth. And that's why I to share that because that's on my heart. Yeah. Right this very moment. Well, and, and, and just to like to continue just touching on everything that you're saying, like, again, I think that's ageist. And I think that if you get to a point in your life where you're saying that, hey, I can't learn from this person because they're this age or I can't learn from this person because of their um, their uh, their sex. I can't learn from this person because they're gay. I can't learn from this person because they're black, they're white, whatever the case may be. You can learn from just about anyone. You just have to be willing to hear the message. You can hear their message, hear the message, disseminate it, and then go from there. Instead of just saying, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to hear anything you got to say because based off of your credentials and what I know about you, you're not the person I want to get advice from. So the reason why I pulled out my phone earlier is there's a guy that I follow. His name is Nate O'Brien. He's probably 24, 25 years old, and he is a financial like guru. Um, if you ever get a chance, check him out. He has a YouTube page. And he's 25, 24 years old, something like that. And I follow him. I'm older than him. But guess what I'm doing? I'm listening to the the, the nuggets of knowledge that he, he offers mm-hmm. because he's in a place that I'm trying to get to. And... Whether or not somebody can identify it, you know, they may not understand that you're in an emotional spot, that you're you're free, you feel liberated, you feel you feel good, and you want to be able to share that feeling and get other people to feel that way as well. And he may not understand it. Again, th- that message may not be for him, but it might be for his kids. It could be for his wife. It could be for his his cousin, his brother. His you know that that message may not. Be something that is directly for him, but it's for so many other people out there that are struggling Absolutely. with that. And I, I think that that, that, that is the, a disservice that you're doing to an individual to say, hey, you know what? I don't want to hear what you have to say because, oh, your age. That's just like, you know, it, and that, it goes to the other spectrum, too. Like just because somebody's 95 years old does not mean that they don't have, you know, words of wisdom or life experience that they can offer you uh, on a day-to-day basis. And I think that that's, that's key. That's essential that you have to be willing to learn from just about anyone. And then at that point, you take the information that was presented and you can carve up and take the information that you can use and apply it to yourself. And if there's nothing that you can apply to yourself, then respectfully say, Hey, it's okay. I, I told people that, you know, um, I wanted to get into, you know, stocks and finances and stuff like that. I had people say, oh, no, I wouldn't do that because you're going to lose your money. Oh, I wouldn't I do that because all of this. The time oh, right I now. wouldn't do this. Hey, that's fine. You don't have to do it. That's okay. I respect that. I, I have no problem with that. But as for me and what I'm going to do, I'm going to go down this route. Yeah. You may not see it for you, but I see it for myself. And there's something that I'm chasing after that I think that I can obtain. And I wouldn't go down this road if I wasn't 100% sure of it. Yeah, so that's just something that you, you have to be okay with somebody coming at you. And I would, you know, um, I think Chris saying always, instead of using the word haters, he says, you know, that's just a fan. That right there is just a fan. That's somebody who's, who, you know, <laughs> it, when you, when you, when you hit the goal that you're looking for in life, that, 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 um, that peak that you're, you're searching for, 
you're going to think about that person. Because I think of every person that said that I would never become a nurse, that I wouldn't be, you know, where I'm at. And I think about that like, man, I wonder where they're at now. I wonder if they could see me now. And if they, there's actually one individual I keep in, in the back of my head all the time. And I'm just like, man, you know, this this guy, like, again, I think I've told you this before. He was a, a professor that um, I, I used to have. And it was the funniest, most amazing, you know, full circle thing ever. You know, he basically in in, you know, so many words said that I wasn't going to pass this class. And I said, okay, that's fine. Don't worry. And I said, just like this, I said, don't worry. One day I'm going to walk on that, that, on that stage and you're going to be the one to hand me that diploma. And fast forward, he was the one to hand me that diploma. And to make it even better, I eventually got to a point where I was a charge nurse and his students were coming into uh, my floor while I was working at the territory. And then, you know, I saw him on the elevator. I said, Hey, how you doing, man? You know, you know, I've been working as a nurse now for three years, you know, and I'm just, you know, just, you know, make some small talk. He's like, well, yeah, yeah, okay, that's good, that's good, that's good. You know, it's kind of like dismissing me. He's like, anyway, um, I, I got to find the charge nurse for um, today so that way I can, you know, introduce my students. So I'll talk to you later. And I was like, oh, <laughs> you don't need to go that far, buddy. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I'm the charge nurse. Tell me all about it, man. I'm listening. And I just get a chance to just kind of just stare at him. <laughs> and like, you know, I'm not like, I'm not rude. And I'm not going to like, you know, directly just rub it in your face. But I'm just like, man. Man, you probably have to go check his underpants. Yeah, let, let, let me know. Tell me more about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you got this person, this person. Okay, yeah, I'll keep an eye out for them, man. Hey, you know, we got to the same school. So, you know, I, I, got, I always got to have their back. And it, it gave me such great pleasure, you know, just, you know, fast forward to have that moment. And... You know, even if I never had it, even if I never had it, I would still be satisfied knowing that I'm exactly where I, I said I was going to be. And even though he doubted me, I said exactly what I was going to do. I accomplished it, that and some, because I never imagined myself as a charge nurse. I never had that as, as a part of my life plan, but it just so happened. And, you know, I think that every every goal or every venture that you have, you need a strong following, a strong group of people to um, maybe not necessarily see the vision that you have, but even though they don't see it, they can blindly just be like, hey, you can accomplish this. You just got to keep on working at it. So you and your vision, your vision for writing a book, I don't see it. I don't see it because that's not where my brain is wired. But when you say, hey, I'm writing a book and I'm 100% on board, Finn, you got this. You go ahead and write the best book that you possibly can and you put the message out there. And even if it's only one person or 10,000 people, there's going to be somebody that's going to get something from that book. And you keep on doing exactly what you got to do. That's it. Period. Point blank. Once you make a decision, you go after it. There's no excuses. There's nothing holding you back. And you go after it with reckless abandon. 100%. Absolutely, man. And that's and that's what I do. And, I, and I've been doing. It's been a better season. Um, and, you know, obviously... I try to connect with everybody. People have told me like, man, you're just like a social butterfly. You talk a lot, but there's reasons why, man, especially working in healthcare, working in the place that I'm at in the hospital in the emergency room that I'm in, you know, there are days that are better than others. And I will tell you, there are days that I'm just like, man, there are people that are going through worse than I am. And that's always going to be that way. And I try to be that ball of energy that people know like, Hey, Steven is in a good mood. Steven is like, and I've had people tell me this, like, man, why do you have so much energy? Start of the shift to the end of the shift. There's a good friend of mine. She's a PA. Her name's Lila. She's phenomenal. Awesome. She is just super full of energy too. But like just like the other day, you know, I went into work. I was like, yo, what's up, Lila? 
And he's like, oh my gosh, it's only 8.30. And I'm like, yeah, I know. It's time to get rocking. What do you mean it's only 8.30? You should have been having this energy at like 6. Like, let's go. She's like, oh my gosh, Steve, I haven't had my coffee yet. I'm like, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. End of her shift. All right, Lila. Have a good day. You're going to be rocking this, right? She's like, I'm like that with everybody. But it was just funny because she speaks German and I do too. So yeah. when she has a moment, she needs a vent. She speaks in German. And it's just funny because she's just like, how do you have this energy from the end of your shift? Because I'm running around. I'm like, if I had to put myself – I mean, as an EMT, yes. But like there's another position or job that I think of that comes to mind is, is a busboy. Constantly getting this. Constantly going there. Constantly – I mean running, running, yeah, running. I'm bringing patients steps, back. For sure. I'm bringing patients back. I'm getting the flow of the emergency room. We are like the blood vessel. We're the blood in the body, right? We're like – the EMTs are the blood of the emergency room. We are moving people from A to B. We're moving people from the back or from the front to the back. We're getting, like I had a child the other day, had asthma. And man, I have to, we have to throw them on oxygen. I mean, it's just like constant back and forth. I mean, this is just how we do it. This is what EMTs do in the emergency room. Mm-hmm. But the energy that you have to have, the energy to meet people. And even when people, people down all the time for it, yeah. it's crazy. But I will tell you who keeps me accountable. I'll tell you who else keeps me up to par and reminds me who I am. The people in my corner, the interpersonal relationships that I have, the people that I love, the people that I call every single day or text every single day that I have, you know, that I have on my mind, that I'm praying for, the people that I, you know, talk to. You know, you might be my friend on Instagram and you might reach out to me once in a while. I have I have a friend that I just reached out to the other like the other day. She's, you know, we've been friends for over twenty years and just caught up. And I was just saying, like, she's going through a rough patch right now, but I said, you know, you might be, you might just be, you know, a friend of 25 years or 20 years, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, the one thing you got to keep in mind, you may not text somebody for four days, four months, four weeks, four years, whatever the case may be. But you still have that bond, that locked bond, mm-hmm. that connection. So interpersonal relationships, man. It's been a season. It's been a it's been a really interesting one. I think that being raw and talking about things of this nature, everybody can relate to man or woman. You know, I think everybody on walk, on the walk, whether they're older, middle aged, you know, adolescent, young adult, grasp this knowledge. I think that's the biggest thing. And knowing that when we go into this next season, which we're not going to talk about yet, or disclose yet, we'll be talking about that a little bit later. I think we'll post something about it on social media. But yeah, definitely. You know, going to this next season, um, just expanding on her, our horizons and giving you guys what you guys need to hear. As Adler always says, you know, our daily is it was a weekly or daily? Um, weekly, weekly, weekly dosage, dosage. motivation, yeah. weekly dose. And you know, um, as we wrap up, um, I just think it's just worth mentioning, um, regardless of whether or not you you hear the value of our words or you see um, value in what we're providing, the service we're providing, um, this message may not be for you, and that's okay. This message may be for somebody else. But most important thing that we got to remember is that we can learn from just about anyone. So, you know, if it, you know, if there's a possibility that um, you can learn something with somebody, then learn it. Hear them out, and then you know. Then after you finish hearing all the information, go from there. But it, it doesn't make any sense for you to dismiss somebody uh, until you at least hear them out. And if this is not a message that's for you, then hey, it's okay. No harm, no foul. Good luck to you. God bless you. We hope that you you know you find what you're looking for. 
And if this is something that you um, find of value, then you know, show us some love, show us some, some support. You know, follow um, Steve or Finn at uh, the <laughs> Finn Foster. Follow me at twenty four hours in a day two four H R S I N A D A Y. Um, and you know, follow and like and subscribe this podcast. We're available on Spotify, YouTube, um, Pandora. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Um, Podbean, uh, like there's, there's so many different Whichever ways one you like and whichever one you feel yes. like is your favorite streaming platform, we've been having a lot of people on Apple and pod- or on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. Yes. And honestly, more recently, Pandora. So that's, it's pretty nice to see that we have options and people are streaming everywhere. And not just here in Florida, like we, you know, we're Florida boys that have a podcast, but we've really become very... Um, welcome to other nations around the world, and it's it's really nice to know. We've I still question days and days out, like uh, how the heck did we do it? But I stopped asking myself. I just know it's because of you guys, and God's allowing this to 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 be like a wildfire. This so. is, and all you got to do is you put out the message, and you know the people who need to hear it, they'll hear it. That's true. So you know, like and subscribe, uh, show us some love. Um, send us a comment on um, uh, the best you nation um, that's our Instagram page um, we have a lot of content on there as well and um, we will divulge some new things in store for you guys the next upcoming season I'm pretty excited but for now this is your weekly dose of motivation and we're happy that you took the time to listen to us And we pray that you have a wonderful start to your week if you're hearing this on Monday. And if you're hearing this any other day, we hope you have a wonderful start to your day as well. That being said, have a good one. This is the wrap-up of Season Season 5 with your boy Finn and your boy Adam. And we're going to come back stronger and better for next season. All right? Take care. God bless.